Welcome, welcome back to Spark That Talk. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Dini, aka J Lata. 72, That's baby. That's right. Spark That Talk podcast. Where we spark Talking about 30, the new 20. Shit. Shit. That matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You heard me right. So turn up the vibe. It's time buying up tempo, hey. nigga. Let's get it cracking. <laughs> it's time to spark that talk, baby. Nigga done changed his yes, whole voice now. Yeah. <laughs> Testing, testing, one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Backwards. Fourteen, thirteen, twelve, eleven, ten. <laughs> Some nigga probably got lost on that one, but it's all good. What's cracking, baby? Yes, sir. We back at it again. It's Spark That Talk Podcast with your boy Jones. And your boy Dini AKJ Lata. And we back again for another episode, and we're gonna get it turned up and cracking this time. So please stay tuned and locked in the entire episode. And before we even get started, make sure you tap in on um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, YouTube, wherever you can find, whatever you can find, you'll find us. I feel your energy on a whole nother level right now, baby. You on like 10 right now. Yeah, I'm feeling okay right now, big dog. I, you know what I'm saying? If the people saying something, I got to change the, the direction, my nigga. I feel it. You understand? I feel it, IMB6. <laughs> that boy was all in the DMs telling me too, and they posted videos talking about this shit. I said, "God damn, boy!" Hey, but thanks for the feedback, my nigga. Because if you didn't, then I'll probably still be on the same page, and niggas will be like, "All right, I'm done with Spark That Talk." Say, <laughs> so, you know what? This shit sound like snooze that talk. Oh man, that's crazy. That nigga said I had that late night voice. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like 12, you sliding down the freeway, and it's like just smooth jams. I'm like, come on, bro. 94.3. Yeah, yeah, but all jokes aside right now, um, we're going to get into a topic today because everybody knows of the recent past and of the young rapper Juice World, and it definitely going to spark a conversation right now on this episode because... It's a tragic situation that has occurred, and it just seems to constantly be the storyline of these young rappers, man, today, in today's age. Like, we talking about what these young bucks ain't even passing 21. You know what I'm saying? They ain't even out here, ain't even had families and got on and started shit yet because of certain activities that are occurring in the in the uh, community, in the generation, in the culture of hip-hop right now. That we starting to see a lot of young bucks lose their lives at an early age, and from drug from drug addiction or drug use or drug substances or just the glamorization of it, it's like become a it's become a situation. And uh, never mind my iPhone. I know y'all heard it clicking, had a message come through. But back to the subject. Um, so we want to touch on that right now, bro, because like. I just feel like everybody's under the fucking influence. And when I say that, I'm talking about from hip-hop. Hip-hop is such a powerful genre of music that you got a wide spectrum of people who tap into this music. And I'm talking about from all races, all genders, all colors, all whatever. You know what I'm saying? Everybody tapped into hip-hop. And as of lately, especially in the the 2000s, starting in the 2000s, late 2000s, it seemed like most of our music that we've been getting is strictly... Just drug use, how glamorizing, Molly Percocets, sipping lean, all the all the shit to get you on a good one, and of course marijuana. But marijuana's been on the scene of the rap game for the longest. I mean, Snoop basically is the um, M, what you call it? what's the word for that? He the Godfather, grandfather of uh, yeah, you know, talking about smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? Of doing this, yeah, and um, you know, it's been like that for the longest, but. You know, I'm going to take us back a little bit to, like, in the rap age of when the 70s and the 80s. Like, that's when hip-hop really took took steam and a lot of shit started popping where you had a lot of rappers coming up who, where you would hear mostly people rapping about, like, the ghetto lifestyle, um, living in the hood, drug use. But it wasn't necessarily glamorizing using drugs. It was more like telling the side effects and the, and the bad side of using drugs. And it will basically try to paint you the picture like, yeah, we might be in this environment, live in this environment, took part in this environment, but I'm trying to, I want y'all to understand the real consequences. You see family members on dope walking up and down the street, 
dying on corners, overdosing on on all kind of shit, heroin, cocaine. Like the crack, the crack era was crazy. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we had it was it was an epidemic, but music then was kind of on some other shit. Like fast forward to where you had like in the '90s, the Jay Z's, the Tupac's, the Biggies. Yeah, they rapped about drugs, but it was more on the side of being a drug dealer. And there was there's songs that they even put out that, yeah, they were speaking on drug use, but they were trying to tell you also, again, the side effects of this shit. Like, if you ever watch that movie Notorious, you see it in that movie, bro. Like, it was a chick walked up to his car, bro. Like, he's selling drugs to survive, right? That's what mm-hmm. the storyline was about. Biggie selling drugs to survive. That's basically most niggas' story. They selling dope to survive. And you they might have to sling it to a, a uncle, a cousin, or even a pregnant woman. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the this is the sad reality of the dope game, but it's real. And in music, they expressing their stories. They expressing how they feel. They expressing where they grew up. They expressing the shit that they actually went through. Cause ain't that what we all want? Authenticity when it comes to hip hop. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you brought up the, the, the subject of what hip-hop was back in the day, and I feel like listening to to music back in the day was not only were they talking about their life and their upbringing, they weren't really stressing on the usage of drugs. But if you think about it back then, I mean, they was only using or rapping about three or four different types of drugs. Either nowadays, coke. Yeah. Crack. Nowadays, yeah. people are talking about pills and different types of pills and what the effects it does to you, but the thing is from from the music back then and now is now they embrace it and they make it seem like it's the cool thing to do. Right. Because it gets you in the mood, it gets you in that feeling and it gets you in a in a whole nother world to where your out the the outer body experience is better than your reality. Correct. And damn near, I mean you know how music is, man, when you in the zone, like say you had a couple of shots of Henny. And you in the club, the the bass is banging, the song is going up, and it's just taking you on this high that you loving. But just think about it: if you own all this other shit, Molly, Lean, all this other shit, like if you popping Percocets, I- nigga, you might be in the club, really just zone the fuck in. Like that's the vibe. But that's what the music is telling you: Molly, Percocets, nigga, like and niggas in there rocking to that, nigga, and like really popping these joints. Getting active to this shit, bro, and not realizing once you start popping some of these pills, bro, it gets addicting. That's why they're called fucking prescriptions, and you need a doctor's note to go pick these motherfuckers up. But the streets are so hectic right now, you can find this shit on any corner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was, I mean, I know, I know the first time I heard heavy usage of lean was like in the Wheezy, in the Wheezy song. He was and pretty much came, the jump off. You know what I mean? But then it's not like. He was throwing it out there like that because all of a sudden, dudes in rap videos started showing us their little red cup, showing us the color that's in there. Next thing you know, I'm seeing people. Double cups. Yep. And next thing you know, I'm seeing people out on the streets having their little prescription bottle and Sprite. And I'm like, yo. Yeah, I mean, I can speak. I'll speak for myself from experience. Like, when you talk about back in the Wayne era when Lean, like, even the Texas music was heavy on this shit, sipping Lean, nigga. Like, it was it was almost the thing to fucking do. Like, double cup, pour up the Sprite, pour up the codeine, and, and now you got your juice. You know what I'm saying? I, I, can, I can attest and say, back in my younger days, yeah, I've, I used to drink that shit, bro. Like, that's from my own personal experience. Little Wayne was that nigga back in the day. You talking about... What, 07, 08, 09? Like, that nigga was tearing up the streets. Even before then, like, that was that was the hottest nigga going, right? And really in the neighborhoods, I'm not going to necessarily blame it on hip-hop, but if this is something that we listening to each and every day and your neighborhood participating in this type of shit, it's all correlating together, bro. Like, this is, like I said, in rap, niggas talk about what they, in they what's going on in their environment. An environment I was in, nigga, yeah, it was a lot of that. A lot of lean. It was a lot of molly popping, nigga. X, nigga. You talking about smoking weed. Like, all of this shit was going on, bro. Like, in the community, like, that was almost like, I'm going to call it, like, the party drugs, nigga. Every time niggas go out, these are the drugs that's available now. Like, in that was the era when a nigga was, like, 18. This is 07. Like, 08, 09. Like, when a nigga was, like, 18, bro, that shit was already heavy. And now... Even further in the years, you see 
You, I mean, you see niggas like Wayne, bro. You see how much of this lean shit he drinks and how his speech come off. I'm not going to say he's out here telling kids to do it. But when you rapping about even just your own personal experiences, putting this shit on music and that's all you're talking about, young niggas do get influenced by this shit. They going to be like, oh, I want to try this shit. It look cool. It look dope. So if niggas, anybody say that music doesn't influence nigga, I think you're highly mistaken, bro. Because music is such a fucking um, drug itself. That it could take you on a roller coaster that you didn't even know you would be on. Right now, you could be turned up off some shit to some music. Then here comes some slow songs. Now you're thinking about some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like music can fuck with your head mentally, bro. I feel it. Some, I mean, something somewhat. Because me growing up, I mean, I, I listen to the music too. We listen to the same stuff. But it's like I didn't have to use drugs. I didn't have to drink like that. Like how they say in the music videos or in the songs. For me to have a good time, I guess my vibe was just a little bit different. But I mean, I, I mean, I'll be at parties and I could see it and it'd be around me. But it's like I didn't have to use it to have a good time. But what I was just thinking about was, man, because because songs back in the day and today still talk about gun use and, and and shooting and that. And yes, we do have violence, right? But I think it's it's not going out. I think the the perspective now is it's not to go out and inflict pain on someone else but because the drugs are so easy to come by it's easier to, to to inflict drug or inflict pain on yourself instead of someone else because it's on you now it's not it's not you killing somebody or beating up somebody now i think what's you know really what I mean? going on bro and the reality is niggas is dealing with their own personal issues when it comes to drug use you dealing with some personal shit that you don't really want to talk about or shit you going through and like niggas may not want to speak on that, bro. But the, the reality is you doing drugs to keep yourself to control yourself. You think you controlling your vibes or your thought processes by doing these drugs because that's the feeling they give you. They give you the sensation of feeling good. Right. Yeah. So why be depressed? Why worry about all your problems? Won't you just go pop a pill? Won't you do this? Do that? Like, I think that's what. That's what fucking ends up happening, bro. Like, niggas growing up in the hood, the environment is really sketchy, bro. Like, you walking out the door, you got niggas out there banging, you got niggas selling dope, you got bitches walking up and down the stroll. Like, it's it's a wild environment you living in, and are you really a young buck out here moving through the sauce, trying to go to school, come back home, but in between, there's so much shit going on that you you got a high chance of getting caught up with shit. Now, this, this kind of goes back to the home, like... Do you got both parents in the home? Do you got people when you get home or just you or just your siblings? Like, how was your how was your situation looking, bro? Because that shit can cause a lot of problems too. Cause you get home, nigga ain't nobody home. Cause either mom's doing it on her own, she going to work or she at school trying to get her life together. And now you find yourself fucking with these older niggas on the block or just getting caught up in certain things because you don't really have no fucking direction. The only direction is what's outside your front door. So when you come out your front door and all you see is chaos. It's a higher chance to get caught up in this chaos. You feel me? I feel it, but I'm trying to attest to what you were doing as as in uh, your upbringing because, of course, you live in a single home, but you got to the age where it's like, yo, bro, this is just not for me because I understand the side effects of this. And oh, what I'm sure. trying to get at is regardless of what your upbringing is, the only reason we're talking about this is because Juice World died. Correct, and my man's just turned 21, or he wasn't even 21 yet? I think he had turned 21 just a couple of days before. Okay, so I don't know how his... I guess he was going to his party that night. Mm, see, you so I don't, I, don't, I don't know what his lifestyle was, his upbringing was, right. but I know that once you 19, 19 he was already famous, he was already doing his thing, but because he wanted to live that life, that lavish, I won't even say lavish, because I don't want to embrace the fact that he was using all these drugs, like how all these other people, all these other rappers are talking about was, yo, you should already know you shouldn't be doing stuff like that, bro. Especially if you already got it. Now, I don't know what his mental issue and his mental health was like, but at the same time, it's like if you rapping about these things and you already know the side effects of these things, don't be doing these things because you got something to live for because people are actually looking up to you while you're rapping about this stuff and you and they listen to you and they want to embrace what you're saying. But damn, now, now what? You know what I mean? Like now, what? Where do you go from here? I mean, it all started when Mac Miller passed, right? And then you had like the other young niggas pass, but mm -hmm. that's when you heard a little bit of awareness coming out, like from J Cole and shit like that, rapping about like how this shit just ain't ain't right. But 
in the sense of like I go back to say these rappers can only most of the time they authentic with themselves. They rapping about the day daily lifestyle. So if this is this nigga's daily, if this that rapper's daily lifestyle, how can we really say why you rapping about that? Because let me tell you where the hip the hip hop fucked up when it turned to the big business from big business perspective. Who you think writing these niggas checks? You know what I'm saying? I don't really know. Was Juice were an independent artist? I'm not sure. But I know a lot of artists spit a lot of shit that they do not live. And, and that's, they still are and, famous. And that's facts. I mean, I've you even I mean? heard of the, some shit about Future. A lot of his raps is about using drugs, but supposedly don't this nigga don't em. do drugs. You know what I mean? So that so, is a fucking problem. That's the that that right there is a serious problem. If you rapping about some shit about a lifestyle you not really fucking living, and you got young niggas listening to you, and then they start doing this shit based off your influence, and you on the beach chilling, drinking H two O, even though you rapping talking about popping Molly Percocets, nigga, but you ain't had one in your life. That's awkward to me, nigga. And especially if you such a big artist where your music is playing all day, every day on the radio, in the clubs, everywhere niggas go. That is a wild thing for you to do, nigga. That's why I say most most rap is true stories. So I can I hear when the pain from niggas when they rapping about certain shit because I can relate back to certain shit that I hear on a lot of these songs, nigga. Because shit was shit was serious. But like you said, you get to a point in your life where you start to learn like this shit ain't right. I gotta move my life this direction or I ain't gonna have shit. Exactly. Like there has to become a point in every individual life, but. You know how they all say when you young, you fucking impressionable. And music is something that we all keep in our ears all day long, most of the time, bro. Now that we got these phones, the access to music is so easy. You don't got to even basically buy this shit no more. You just go on and stream the music, bro. You have it in your ears. And if, let's say, what, maybe 70% of hip hop is talking about drug use. What's what's going to happen? You got a young 13, 14 year old listening to this shit. They gonna ask themselves, oh, what's lean? Let me go look this up. Let me taste this, cause oh, my favorite rapper drinks this shit. You can't tell me that's not happening. No, it's happening. But the thing is, I can never, I can't attest myself to that. I can't put myself in that position because it's never happened to me. Yeah, I listen to the same hip hop genre that most people listen to, but right. it's not like I had the, the 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 urge to go and try these things. But you ran it to the ten yard line. I'm gonna flip it around and bring it back because you was talking about um, future. And I got a short little story that's gonna come around to that, and then kind of um, it'll it'll make sense at the end because we was I was just talking to one of the homies at work, and he was talking about he was listening to the to a podcast, and they were talking about how this guy who owns a podcast believed that the world was flat and that we didn't land on the moon, and then all of a sudden he started thinking, and then he told the truth, saying, "Yo, I'm starting to believe that we actually did land on the moon because of all these things that were uh, all these facts that were uh, that were brought out." So then I asked him, I said, yo, the reason why he has this podcast is because people are like-minded with him, believe that no, that we did not land on the moon. So with him admitting that maybe he's, uh, he's, he's believing that we did, is he going to lose followers? So I'm bringing this, and he was like, I don't know. He was like, I wouldn't have the heart to not to, if I feel like it's the truth and we did, I, I cannot have that, the heart to keep lying to people and saying that they, I don't believe it regardless of how many people follow me and do all this. And I was like, now that you brought up that future situation, I was like, well, maybe that's the same thing, bro. Because it's so popular and so hot to talk about drugs, even though he doesn't use it, is he going to stop singing about these things, even though he's getting one million streams off of it a day? Does course, that make sense? Of course, but that goes back to big business. There's no way he can do that because his career would be tarnished. What, what you going to rap about now? Uh, cats, dogs. I don't know. There's, you know what I'm saying? Bro, there's, there's so many things you could rap about, but because that's the hot thing, he could t he just talk about booty clapping. Just talk about that. Talk about the strip club. You know what I mean? You don't have to talk but about the, drugs. But the problem with that in hip-hop is still about authenticity, right? You can't be rapping about this shit now, and then all of a sudden you tell the world, you know what, fam? Um, don't do Molly. Don't do Percocet. Don't do Lean. And but that's, yet, what, that's what it's coming Checho back to. But your hottest fucking songs... Already got niggas on this shit. Now you want to divert back and say something different? That's crazy. And that's what I was referring back to, to what I was asking this dude about, yo, now that he believes that there's moon landings, he's got, he can't go back and say that I believe it. He's got to stick with his story because that's how he's making his money. Right. Right. So basically, that's just like, that's kind of like, it's, fun, it's a funny thing. 
I saw a fucking clip of that nigga Ray J. With and he had his gla- with his glasses, right? Yeah, bro, and the guy, you know, he did it on purpose, right? What? He did, he did, he did that on purpose to say but he knew that, it was broke. That, that's understandable. It. But but what I got from that video is this is how a lot of niggas live their life. They'll sit and look at you dead in your eye, lie to you, knowing they they bullshitting you. Mm. And this nigga tested his bullshit. That's why I liked it. He said, "Bro, they unbreakable." If you would just see his his demeanor, how he sat back, looked so serious, like. If he was serious enough, a nigga won't test his test his uh, thought process. Be like, oh, I believe you, bro. That's how niggas be. You feel me? Niggas will really run the game like that to make you not even question what the fuck they talking about. You understand? So they could keep that that lie going on. Like in that in that position of him, he will sell more of them fucking sunglasses. If if that nigga would have never broke them and believed them, he would have probably got mad sales that night. To purchase them so everybody could test on their own. Are these motherfuckers breakable? Now this nigga already made all his money. So now everybody breaking them motherfuckers at home. And they ain't getting their money back. Come on, bro. But they gonna buy some more. But you see what I'm saying? That's the same shit with the music. If you rapping about this shit. But you go home. And your, you a godly man at home. But on the on the, on the the mic you a whole nother nigga. You, you, a, you, a, you a lie, nigga. You set niggas up for failure. Now you got these young niggas buying your music, coming to your concerts, celebrating this lifestyle, nigga. But in reality, you ain't even this nigga. But can you take it back? Can you go back? Can he go back? Say, can future? Ain't no going back. Exactly. There's not going back. So there is no careers done as future. There is no solution with a new name, nigga. You can't be future no more. You're gonna be past. You're gonna be past. Oh my god! Go your last name's gonna be from the past, nigga. Your your music, come on, nigga. His last name gonna be tense. Oh my god, that shit'll be my trash. nigga name is past tense. Hell no, nah, but like, go ahead, go ahead, fool. No, no, but you're right, bro. Um, I just really think you can't really go back on what you say, and if you do, then you're a real man. You know what I mean? Like if you spitting about this, and if you think about this, bro, nobody raps about oh I'm uh Papa Molly, take some lean. Nobody talks about. The effects of it Like the the effects of like Overdosing And dying They talk about In the moment If you take this You're gonna feel good Correct And that's why It's so, such an issue bro Like I've seen When I was in high school bro Niggas wasn't really Dabbling in shit All you would see Is really niggas Was into weed Right yeah. Nowadays you look These young niggas Is really Popping pills Cause they singing about it Everybody rapping And singing about it These young niggas 15, 16, 17 bro At school Lit the fuck up Out here Bugging bro The music my nigga Kendrick J. Cole Where y'all at We need more of y'all music But I'm glad What you just said That how niggas Ain't rapping about The effects Cause I'm glad You brought that up Now back You know Everybody know The classic song Because I Got High By Afro Man Now when you listen To that song Just as a funny Goofy ass song you may be thinking it's really about just rolling up and smoking, right? But if you really listen to his words, he's telling you all the effects of smoking weed, nigga. From the fact that he got so high he didn't clean his room to the point where he lost his job to the point where he fucking um, got to selling drugs, then losing his paycheck to child support. Like, he started talking about all of this shit, bro, because of the effects of that. Like, niggas, if you listen to that song, nigga, that shit was, is crazy. Even, even from N.W.A., the song Dope Man, my nigga. Just when you listen to that song, you wouldn't be thinking about them pre- rapping or preaching to you not to do drugs with a song called Dope Man, nigga. Go listen to these songs. Listen, really listen to the song. The beat might take so then, you to a level, but listen to the words, nigga. So then That's what's the what difference? I'm talking about. So then what's the difference of Afro Man singing that, NWA rapping about that, than from today's music where they are rapping about drugs and using it, and it makes it so cool for people to use it? Cause well, when, that's your problem. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're talking about... Nowadays, they're actually telling you how to do it. Go get the bottle, pour it in the Sprite, nigga, and sip the fuck up and enjoy your time, mm-hmm. nigga. That's what they telling you. It's not telling you once you do this shit, it could be addicting or it could knock your ass loose off your socks, nigga, to where you sitting there chilling. Next thing you just fall asleep out of fucking nowhere, nigga, get into a car accident or end up on a sidewalk somewhere, nigga. It's not telling. It's not. There ain't raps like that, nigga. Like, they not rapping about that. They rapping about just popping, feeling good, money, bitches, hoes, whatever you want to call it, nigga. That's what they own. That's what the music is talking about. You know what I'm saying? You got, like I said, you got situational rappers, in my opinion. You got rappers who rap about selling drugs because that was the life they lived before. And they're not necessarily telling you to use them. They talk about being in a trap, selling dope, selling crack. 
just from the perspective of them slinging. Then you got the rappers, the party music, most of it, and most of it ain't even party music now. Mm-hmm. It's just pop pills, sit lean, all this shit, right? And then you got um, pretty much those two are the pretty much the main, that's why I call it situational rappers. And then you got the rappers from the outside, like a J. Cole, seeing his environment telling you from every fucking perspective so you could pretty much get a grasp on what you want the direction you want to take i'm gonna give you the, the pros and the cons to everything and that's what i get from them niggas raps like the kendrick's the j cole's that's what i get from these niggas bro yeah and i, I think most of these young cats don't listen to them because the vibe now is what like throw on some house music type beat or some 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 drill type beat yeah and i'm not gonna blame look let's you know not I mean? just blame it all on hip-hop now you oh, got no, you got not. other genres doing the same shit. You know what I'm saying? True. And but we're 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 I, I guess we're stuck on this because right. it's Juice World and because big facts. Listen, bro. I'm am I sad to do pass? I'm sad to do pass. Like, but I'm not like yo. I'm at that point where I'm like yo. You got what you deserve, bro. Because we talked about Mac Miller passing, and yeah, he had a mental thing going, but that should have been awareness for everybody. And what happened? We had that awareness for two weeks, and then bam, it poof, went away, and people still kept using drugs. But that's the culture. But that's it. the culture we're living in. We talked about this before. Yeah, something be hot for ten seconds. Everybody talking about everybody sad. Come tomorrow, niggas is back to the program. Nigga. Exactly. It's because, like I said, they can't tarnish their reputations, nigga. They already built they self up to this level on this on this bullshit. They can't all of a sudden switch tomorrow, nigga. No, you can't. And you can't. And then you know or what? It's not even a slow. Over, nigga. It's not a slow process either to fix this, bro. Because I really do think no, there is no process to fix this. Whatever's going on, because Shit, it's, about it's, decades, it's all about not even that. It's not going to take decades. It's We're not going to fix this at all. It's all about Big Brother, the big government stuff, bro, because this is so hot. They need to start selling these things, these these illegal drugs. And who makes right. the money? Let's, off let's you know be, what I mean? Let's like, be serious, bro. That's serious. If they wanted to stop this, the music would be dead. Half of the lyrics will be dead. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They'll they, stop getting radio play, but you already know we're going to go underground and find something. Man, man, man. But it's all about if just the, think, the, the just retrospect look, of everything, bro. Is the know, big man is I, making money. This isn't about drugs, but let's talk about. A lot of niggas don't know the story about Uncle Luke. Like he was the first nigga to really come out with these ratchet ass songs. Mm-hmm. Yes, pussy yes. popping all this shit. Like this, this was his thing. He had the ratchetest songs. He ended up having to go to court to trial about over his lyrics, nigga. Mm-hmm. We're, we're talking about that type of shit. And he's the real reason now you have parental advisories on CDs. It allowed niggas to really start rapping about whatever they wanted to rap about, bro. A lot of niggas don't know that. But by him going through them court cases year after year, battling for his own genre of music, which was party music, talking however he wanted, that's the reason why you can have niggas like today Rapping about drug use, selling drugs, all the shit. That is the that is the reason why it's acceptable, nigga, because of that nigga right there, bro. Yeah. Well, how many and more? I don't knock it because it's freedom of speech, but niggas niggas can pick and choose an what effect. they rap about. Yeah, exactly. But big business, these fucking record labels, they might not pick you up unless you rapping about this shit. And just just as much freedom you have to either rap or not rap about it, we as people who listen to this have the freedom to listen. And to do what they say or not do what they Correct. say. Correct. You have, you do have, you got to have the thought process to understand it's only music. And I wish a lot of artists would come out and say that. This is only music. If if more niggas would give you that disclaimer, you could just listen to the music instead of thinking that that's their real lifestyle. Yeah. If they could put a disclaimer out and say shit like, oh, look, I'm just an artist. I know this was popping, so this is what I'm putting out. And but it's just disclaimer a facade, is, you know what I mean? I'm not this nigga. Yeah. Like, but... That goes back to what I said in hip hop. Your authentic, your authenticity will be tested every time. So you come in the game rapping one way, you will be tested once you make the main line, nigga. You start getting up there with them big boys, niggas are gonna test you and see if you really about what you're talking about. From gang banging to selling dope to using drugs, you got bitches this and that. They gonna test you and see if this is really what you're about. And if you're not, your career is, is pretty much dead, baby boy. Yeah, you pretty much dead on the streets, bro. As in, as in music wise. But I mean, there's there's some. Look at Mace. You know, he went from rapping about to the this and that to to welcome back, and then he became a preacher. 
Right. And then what? Did he stop being a preacher, bro? And then he he, he went to back to back? rap for a minute. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> this dude went from hallelujah to. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? It's it's like, I guess it depends on the artist because Mace wasn't really that high nah, power of an artist talking about crazy shit. He was more on like dancing songs, but dipping yeah. bop type shit. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. different. And I understand. I this is what I totally understand is these people. Right, these rappers who are talking about this and actually live that life about popping all this stuff, it's not so much of maybe it's not so much of just partying, but so much of just like, yo, this is my lifestyle to where I have to make money, to where it's like I have a concert back to back to back and I need to stay awake. I need to be alive when I'm out there. Right. At the so end I'm popping of the day, these things, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, this is their career. This is how they provide for their families, all this shit, right? Like every nigga do they go to work, you provide for your family. This is these niggas' jobs. So it's kind of like well, then how much is enough is enough to, before I go over the edge and I end up like Juice World? I mean, that's a that goes that's to me is more of a personal issue, right? Within that artist, nigga, because you can know a nigga that ain't an artist who's addicted to a lot of shit, bro, and be in the same position. Because this is really a problem, bro. Like drug use is a problem. Like I said, it goes back to what I said. A lot of niggas dealing with a lot of mental shit. That they don't want to talk about, bro. Like, we living in such a stressful-ass fucking world, bro. Everybody's dealing with some shit from depression to anxiety to fucking all kind of shit, bro. But niggas don't even realize it because they've been dealing with it for so many years that it it hasn't even triggered yet that they got some fucking problems. But you, yeah, you gotta, but you gotta take this this death as a life lesson. Like, yo, you didn't need seventy pounds of Everything weed, needs bro, to be a lesson. on a plane. You didn't need no, to bring weapons I'm hearing, on the plane. But what I'm hearing about that though is. The nigga didn't know about the drugs under the plane. Supposedly, what I heard was he had a pocket of pills, nigga, and that's what happened. And he, just he didn't want to get right? caught with them shit, so he macked all of them. You know what I'm saying? And that's scary, bro. Like, yeah. nobody can come back from that no matter how strong we think we are. You can't. That's what you call an overdose. You can't. You can't take a handful of pills, nigga, and think you're going to be okay. Yeah. Well, what about the weapons? Because there's weapons on the plane, too, right? But supposedly, with the, like, I'm not going to put that on him because you could be traveling with niggas and, and you don't know what niggas is carrying. But 70 pounds, that's a lot of weed, nigga. Yeah. Like, I guess you got to be careful with the company you keep, too, bro. But then not like, even damn. that. It goes back to what I said. Like, a lot of rappers like Meat Mills, nigga, they'll preach to these young niggas, especially since... I, that's why I fuck with him. He's um, went through all his trials and tribulations, nigga, but he'll still tell you at the end of the day. He, he All his songs will come out, but he'll still sit on a conference or a panel telling these young niggas, this ain't the route, bro. This yeah. ain't your life. That's like a Nipsey, nigga. He, was, he would talk about the gangbanging lifestyle, but what else was he doing, nigga? That was his life. He would tell you, nigga, this is my lifestyle, not yours. I don't want you out here. I'm going to teach you how to hustle, how to start businesses, do this, do that. That's the difference with certain niggas, bro. Because if you really authentic, you can change the narrative. But, but yeah. if you're not authentic, nigga, to the streets and to yourself, nigga, when you come out, you can't change it now because now you was really just an artist, nigga, living this lifestyle. You wasn't really that nigga before. You was just that nigga now. You know what I'm saying? That's two different fucking things. That's why Meek Mill can do the shit he doing now, bro. Straight up. Having these conversations with these young niggas, like, this is the route you need to be taking. This the mistakes I made. You don't need to make them, nigga. Yeah, I mean, having having those, I mean, it's tree, all right? You got tree on the plane, but having guns on the plane, like, it doesn't take, it doesn't take a, a, just a smart ass to know, like, yo, you shouldn't be having weapons on the plane, period. Well, I and think that's something that, know- that needs, that's something, when you come into the music world, I think there needs to be some kind of counseling to these niggas and tell them, once you're on this level, you can no longer be moving as such, nigga. And it makes you it are makes, the artist. I don't give a fuck if all the niggas around you into some criminal activities. When you moving, you can't have niggas on your plane with yeah, seventy cause, pounds cause who, with the burners. You can't move you like can't. that, nigga. It, it, your whole your whole operation will get shut the fuck down. I ain't nobody eating, nigga. Because what you trying to be that nigga still? You got too much paper, nigga, to be fucking moving like that. And that's so why that's just it, that's idiotic for any rapper, nigga, to get caught up. On some high level shit like that, and nigga. It, and it comes back to what you said earlier about if you're really thinking about your family and making it and making more dough, 
you have to think about like what's going on every play single it smarter, time, bro. And you got to play it smart. You can't be thinking, oh, it's cool if they go on. It's like, nah, bro. There's laws and rules to these things, especially if you're on that level. Like you didn't think that a young black man who's making a lot of money going on this private plane, they gonna search it? Meek Mills talk about it all the time, nigga. His case only went on so long because he why, was famous, exactly. Nigga. So that's why Come I don't on, feel bro. too bad for. I don't feel bad at all to be honest, bro. Because like this, man. because you already have rappers who've been doing it, who's gonna who's Giving advice right now You see how you got Fuck niggas like a 6ix9ine In the game But it's falling on watch deaf that, ears Watch that type of shit But, but it's you falling got on deaf ears like This bro. shit isn't serious What this little nigga did And is still doing Is serious shit This nigga moving out here As an artist In the lifestyle But really wasn't Living the lifestyle Now you got niggas Booked for years Nigga because of this nigga but see, this go back to what I said. It's the money and the power, nigga. Niggas be lost, nigga. Niggas be thinking that's all it's about. But nigga, if you was a real nigga in the streets, why would you have a clown like that doing any of this shit he's doing with you on the scene? And now look, now all you niggas is gone. Going to prison. Money speaks, bro. But fuck, but that's what I'm saying. It's so... Oh, uh, man, I'm not even going to get on I, that that's topic. That's what I'm that's saying, because I can't... That's fucking subject, bro. I can't... That's just what I mean by authenticity, bro. Yeah, I can't. I can't put myself in that position to think that way. Like how you just stressing right now, I can't put myself in that dumbass position to think that way because of the way I'm thinking now is like, yo, I will already know if I was an artist, I'll do this and that. It's not like, well, you got to put yourself in that position. Once you start making that money, how are you gonna Fuck act? All that. It's like, no, bro. It's because I'm not a dumbass like that. Like that's why I can't. I can only speak so much on it like, because I can't sudden, put my mindset like, in his like, mindset. Like, how of a sudden are you running around town with this many drugs? It's you know, it, you still a black man in this world, nigga. I don't give a fuck how much money you got, nigga. That's what I'm saying. Kanye yeah. has rapped about that plenty of times. He's just a rich nigga. Understand just, just look at the look at look at the combination a rich nigga. You still a nigga first, nigga. Out here in these streets, you will still be pre- approached as such, nigga. They don't give a fuck how much money you got. Yeah, you might have money to bail the fuck out, do this, do that, nigga, but they still pressing your line just like the regular nigga walking down a block with only ten dollars in his pocket, nigga. You gonna get finessed and choked hold, all the shits. They don't give a fuck about that. Cause like you said, there's still laws to the game. You can't be on a fucking private jet not knowing the pilot, nigga. And just out here just loading up like nigga. Well, this no, is bro, normal. it's probably Snoop Dogg flying it. Oh, bro. All I'm saying is be smart. Be for real. Be smart. Don't do drugs. I guess that's the PSA of this of this segment is if you a rapper and you rapping about certain things, either that has literally been your real lifestyle. Don't just and or if you lived in that environment. But if you there's there's two different things. You live in the environment. Don't rap like you doing these things. You just was around to see this shit. Mm-hmm. Versus if you the rapper rapping about actually being in and doing these things, understandable. But let's let's at the end of the day, let's just think about would you want your kid out here moving in this such way, my nigga? Because trust me, they're going to hear your music. They're going to be on the same level. And of course, they re- living rich and famous now. But bro, you don't know if that money can be all depleted tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And now... Oh, my dad said that this was the way to move, nigga. Now I'm out here with the burner and I'm 12, but I'm rich. That don't make sense. It make no sense, bro. It don't make no sense. You out here looking like a straight eye guy. Yeah, bro. So, but in all honesty, nigga, rest in peace to all the young niggas who has dealt with this battle, this struggle. You know what I'm saying? And not even just with the rappers, nigga. I'm talking about everyday niggas in these streets and our communities that's dealing with, you know, opioid abuse. Prescription drug abuse All this shit bro Like If y'all feel like You going under nigga Just reach out and get help My nigga Like It's never too late To get To change Or never too late To get help nigga And that's some real shit bro yeah, Just Just suck it up as a man Who Don't worry about How it's gonna look To your homies nigga Cause if your homies Still letting you Just go down this path Or never telling you Nothing bro Then is they really Your homies my nigga Think about that and Think about you, that. Yeah, and if you and if it's not like a mental illness and you just using just to use because you listening and you think just this because is is, you're an idiot. Just stop doing it, bro, because you'll stop live a happier. You'll live a happier, healthier life. You don't even realize and how you looking on there. these drugs, bro. You looking crazy. Yeah, for you real. You know what I'm saying? You're looking crazy. And you baby think you're boy. looking dope. Right. But you're not. And that's what it is, bro. So we about to move straight forward into the next up artist of the week. 
with this artist this week, this song will probably put you in a better mind frame, relax you a little bit, take you off all of this bad shit going on around us and around you. This week's next up artist is Tanel, and um, she's a dope artist. This is actually our first female next up artist of the week, to be honest, bro. Yeah, yeah. Tonight, so many people out on the streets looking for love. While tonight, so many people out on the streets breaking up. But don't worry, I know it's hard, believe me, we're gonna Spicy topic It's still kind of spicy But it's not that crazy But shout out Bernadine Tuisa Valalo The future Mrs. I don't know But she's actually the one Who gave us this topic And I think it's a real good topic bro Off top We about to touch on this Um, We're gonna get into this We Right now we're gonna discuss um, Basically voting Like voting on the presidential level or voting when it comes to your local representatives in your own state and your own cities because um, we all know what's going on in America right now you, your president is Donald Trump and everybody can see what's really going on now like there's a lot of shit a lot of people don't agree with his opinions a lot of people agree with his opinions and that's what America is right true so we wanted to, that's what we want to touch on man um like do you do you feel like you should be out here voting, or do you feel like your vote don't even matter? Um, 
I feel like we should be voting. Facts. Short, quick answer. Because as a youngster, bro, um, I never really thought that voting was important at all. Once I turned 18, I didn't really think about voting and like how it could really affect us. And I'm not talking about on the presidential level. I'm talking more so on our community level, you know, our cities. Right. You know, I never, I don't even know half of the people on this ballot. Or I don't even know 90% of the people on this ballot. What about 90% of us who go to the uh, polling booths? We're looking at that list of names. Don't know nobody but the two candidates that, Mm -hmm. especially in the presidential race, you only know the top two, the Republican or the Democrat, right? And that's the usual case, even though you got a gang of other parties. But those two parties seem to always be the ones who come out on top. Yeah. I think uh, it's... Oh, go go ahead, my bad. Take off, take off. I think it's important that we should also get to know those in our community, those people that are running. Because more so, I I, I feel like more so we'll get more affected with who is head of uh, the city than who is head of the president uh, or head of the the, the world or the U.S. Reason being I'm saying that is because I'm looking for somebody who will fix my streets. I'm looking for somebody who will... Um, make a program that is good enough for for kids, you know, because I got kids myself, you know, and you want to pick that, you you know, because it's within the community, you want to pick that right person that fits you and the community, and it starts from there. And then once you learn and you you read up on these people and those who are running, it makes it easier for you to pick who you want to be as president and not just piggybacking off of uh, a friend or piggybacking off of what Facebook says or what the IG says. It's like do your own research yourself, you know. Right, like voting shouldn't be a trending situation where you're going for the trending person, the trending topic. Like, this shit is more serious than it seems. You understand? Like, on a local level, local your local elections are so important that you should know who your own council members are in your own city. You understand? Because these people are actually touchable. You're actually able to reach out to these people and get your word across because it's a smaller scenario that they're dealing with versus you can't get a hold of the president to break, tell him what you're really thinking, mm-hmm. but your local uh, councilmen, local governors, you can you have a better chance of your word being heard. So getting tapped in with that is hella important, especially if there's things that you would like to be changed. So that's definitely important because on the local level, they decide a lot of things from public safety, policing, yes. rent costs, affordable housing, p- public transit, alcohol, marijuana ordinances, city colleges, job training programs. That's a lot of shit just right there that should make you feel like I need to get out here and vote exactly. for my city officials because this is the shit affect you when you walk out your front door. Do you like to walk out your front door and see prostitution up and down the block or would you rather walk out there and see some nice shit where your kids can go out and play and I have to worry about this shit? Exactly. That's why I commend Rex Richardson over on in North Long Beach. He out here really trying to change up North Long Beach. They basically calling that shit uptown long beach now because they trying to make it different they bringing in more businesses they cleaning up the streets they trying to they trying to clean up some of them hotels on long beach boulevard because if niggas who know from the area from long beach Compton or even la county you know long beach boulevard is the stroll so it's a lot of prostitution drug shit going on on that street and he's trying to clean it up on the long beach side so i commend him for that because you know we don't want to have our kids out here Getting mixed up with that type of shit, you feel me? Because oh, the cleaner the streets are, the better chance you have from the ch- better chance we have of keeping them away from a lot of the bullshit. So I mean, we see that a lot. Certain communities, especially ones with more wealthier communities, their their streets are cleaner, their stores are cleaner, the schools are better. Like this is just real facts because the community probably really participating with what's going on. We mm-hmm. can do the same shit in our neighborhoods, but. We kind of just be stuck in a rut, acting like there's can't no change happen. But I guarantee you, nobody going through these problems know who they council member is of their own city. True. Or even try to go to a city council meeting or a fucking vote or do anything. Like, I ain't going to lie. I was one of those people before who never even paid attention to these things. You understand? But as you get older and having kids, having families, you kind of start looking at these things because this shit affects your everyday life. And it's I like how you said that most people think that, man... Even if I vote or don't vote, ain't no change going to happen. And that is the wrong mentality. If you go in with the wrong mentality, you're going to get wrong results. Facts. Bad results. And I know we're we're talking on a parent's level, like a perspective, because we're talking about like we want a nice community for our kids and this and that. But understand, 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, before you even get married or whatnot, this also affects you. You know? Sure. The community college things, um, 
a job Rates. opportunities. Correct. You public know what I mean? transportation. Exact public transportation. Because we you already know, know it's a sky high once you already have, what, gas is up to like almost $5, bro, damn near. Yeah, I've seen a couple people post, man, the gas is getting stupid in certain spots, bro. Like, it's so funny. I was up in PV the other day. Gas is cheaper up there than it is down oh, here. Oh, for real? I swear to God, bro. I thought you was going to say it was more no, expensive. No, bro. That's why I laughed in my head. I told my wife, I said, ain't it funny? These motherfuckers up here got the money, but the gas is cheap as fuck. But down here, down here, gas damn near breaking your back. <laughs> you gonna make me want to drive up the hill now, bro? You gonna make me want to drive up the hill and go put gas? Bro, in my Oh God, I'm like that's that shit was so awkward to me. Like I said, see, this I don't even gonna geek dive into that. That's a whole. Nother the white thing. people probably saw you walk out your car <laughs> talking about, uh, he's a football player. Bro, I got out <laughs> the car. I he had, played for the Chargers. <laughs> No wonder is that's the way up here. Because I, I didn't yeah. really realize they had mad communities up there, bro. Like, they actually got shopping centers, yes. everything. They yes. own shit up there, yes. bro. They don't even got to come down here. Nah, they don't want they don't, to. They don't need to, bro. They sit on their high horse and they just laugh at us, bro. Fam, it's all they crazy. Gotta do. Like, they got everything up there, bro. It's like, it's so crazy to see that. But that was just interesting to see that their gas was cheaper than our gas down here, bro. It's, it's fucking insane. But that goes back to what I said. Get out here and vote, especially on the local level. Now, when we're talking about the national presidential election, that is a totally different ball game. When you're talking about does your vote matter? Now, as we all know, there's the pop, the popular vote, and the electoral college. Popular vote obviously is each individual vote that goes out, but the electoral college is based on your states and the electors of your state. So. The crazy thing is the electors are supposed to follow the trend of the state from the popular votes, but you have some who don't follow the trend and will vote the other way. So now your state has the potential of losing. Yes. There's been, yes. back in 2000, you had Al Gore. He won the popular vote but lost but the lost electoral the, college. So that means so he, he lost vote. the presidency. So who became the president? Bush. Mm-hmm. You understand? So on a national level, I could, I could kind of understand where people feel like they votes don't matter. And I also do see why they could matter, especially in smaller states. But smaller states actually have um, what they call, they're called swing states, which yes, means their electoral college has a high number of electoral college votes. So that small state could swing the election, even though there's, so, there's a smaller a population. Run, correct. Even if it's a smaller population, they can still kind of finesse the game and still become the president if they win a certain smaller state. True. And I'm glad you brought up those facts and how it works because I don't want anyone to think that, yo, at at a level like that, my vote doesn't even count. Yes, your vote matters, bro. Yes, your vote counts. Just understand this. If you do not vote and you have a problem with the system, I don't want to hear dead shit from you because you you didn't take the initiative to look into this and try to vote because if you're just sitting on the fence and you're just chilling... And then all of a sudden you didn't like who's in, who's who's in the presidential seat. You you can't say nothing. Right. You have nothing to say because you didn't participate, regardless of who you voted or did not vote at all. You know what I mean? Absolutely understandable. So if you out here actually putting an f- effort forward and you don't like what you're getting, then speak the fuck up. But if you're not doing nothing at all, then your your words don't mean nothing. You understand? At the end of the day, actions speak louder than words. So you know what I'm saying? I I guess that's why we had to bring this up right now. Like. I really believe that you need to be focused locally when it comes to voting. But, of course, go vote for the presidential elections and realize there's other candidates besides the Democrat-Republican as well. Even though mainstream media, that's all they talk about, which is kind of some shit that I don't like about the system, how they glamorize maybe two on each party at the top level. They always talking about them, but what about the other candidates? We don't really hear shit about them on a national level because... It's all about big money yeah. when it comes to elections. And who got all the money? The Democrats, Republicans. And if you one of the top dudes and your name buzzing in the world, you're gonna have you're gonna have all the spotlight on you to where exactly. you got a good ass opportunity. Unlike you might have a nigga like me or Jay go out and run for president. Niggas ain't barely gonna hear about us, bro. We just gonna be out here walking around with signs. <laughs> like, the hey you the hey you the, you the two niggas from Spark that talk. <laughs> you ain't got my vote, nigga. <laughs> On everything, like it's it's a crazy dynamic when they talk about this shit, bro. But um, I'm I'm so glad you brought that up because on a lower level within our community, you have to vote. Like look into that stuff because it will change your life, it will change your community, and it will change. Like basically, it'll help you out if 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 the right person is in that seat. If not, then it's like 
we still have a voice. We still have an opinion to change it within the next two years. You know, it's like a trial and error type deal. But if you like for what sure. you see, vote for that person and then spread the word on why you voted for that person. Because maybe you it's not going to always fall on deaf ears. You might have friends and family who will listen to you and understand like, yo, no wonder why he voted for this person. Right. Okay, right. cool. It's definitely a conversation that we know really doesn't really come up ever. Until shit hits the fan and be like, damn, True. who's in the office? Look at this shit. Look what happened now. Especially on a local level, I'm pretty sure I'm going to throw it out there a wild number maybe. I think 80% of people don't even know what's going on in their own cities. Yeah, I, 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 Bro, when I first, I wouldn't say first, but this last vote for the local, the local level, I didn't know anybody. But I'll tell you this. I sat in that booth and I read... Cause you know how it has like little profile on like. Because yeah, in the in the local, you can vote for a lot of different positions. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Superintendent, all kind of shit. Like there's different. There's a lot of different categories locally you can vote for, not just for the city councilman. You can vote for a whole lot of other shit. Mm-hmm. And do your homework too, because like maybe six weeks before voting, they start bringing out these candidates and then like what they what they stand for, and then you just read up on them. I'm not saying go out there and rah rah and. Start protesting on who you want. I'm just saying, do it for yourself. And then after that, once you get up to the booth, you know who you're voting for. But then also pay attention to the little things that like what you want changed. Because then they'll start, they'll start doing propositions. Read up on those propositions as well. Because if you want something to get passed, or if you don't want something to get passed, you got to also check those as well. It's not just people, it's right, propositions. I mean, the biggest one here in our state is that, you know, the weed laws were passed. Mm-hmm. So now you got a lot of weed shops, a lot of shit. So, but then you got a lot of people complaining, but Tax level a lot of these order. motherfuckers complaining, but they never went out there and voted. So now mm-hmm. this is what you have. You got weed shops on them mm-hmm. at every corner. You got billboards up and down the 91, the 710, the 110. You got, you got weed uh, billboards. Yes. We delivery all that. You, you know gotta understand there's, a, there's always a, a a con to every pro, and every pro to every con. You know, right. with with what you vote for. You know, no one's gonna be perfect. Nothing's gonna be perfect. Because even though the federal level, like presidential level, ain't uh, legalizing weed, your state has the ability to do a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Your own state, your own city, got the ability to do shit that. On their own level, that's why they got checks and balances, nigga. So that exactly, you know what I'm saying. The just the federal government can't control everything. Of course, they got the federal laws and shit, but the states have their abilities and leeway to do shit as well. So definitely, you know what I'm saying. Look into these things, especially if you're concerned about certain shit or you want to see change or. You know what I'm saying? It could be just you walk outside every day and there's fucking potholes everywhere. You want to figure out who you could talk to to come. Pave these roads yeah. And that all come back To your state level exactly. Your city level Like You gotta get out of here And get active people Like I think In my opinion That's more important Than anything Your your city level yes. Government Yes Gotta get out of here And talk to them Cause they gonna change Right now 100% agree What's bro. going on In front of you right now You understand I talked to a lady uh, A couple years ago And she said that Everybody used to go To this local liquor store Hmm. And that's where they got their stuff. Now, I'm not talking about they go to Walmart, Ralph's, Albertsons. They go to the liquor right. store to buy things. They turn around. Next thing you know, this thing's getting shut down, and they making a plaza and making these big stores. Now, everybody in the, the community. And everybody, exactly. Now, everybody in the community, like, yo, yo, yo. Right. Like, you know, whoop-de-whoop, Mr. Jenkins, or whatever his name was, was always providing us what we need, our necessities. Right. But because you weren't aware of the fact that you could have voted the right person in to not throw in. Uh, another building, right? right. I mean, we see that liquor we store that a lot, solid. bro. Because people just say, "Oh, because it's a liquor store, it's, it's a bad thing to have." No, some liquor stores really provide a lot of different shit. You may need to go in there and get soap, toilet paper, uh, paper towels, whatever. Nigga, you go in there, you can get pretty much a lot of things nowadays. The the local corner store is pretty much a staple, especially in in SoCal, bro. The corner store is like a real thing, bro. Like niggas need those in their neighborhoods because yeah. maybe you don't want to travel. Way to Walmart or way to Target to get some shit, you feel me? Just go right around the corner and get what you need. Take your ass back home, man. So definitely that's why that's what we're saying. Local is more important, bro. You don't want your neighborhood getting torn up so they could build some skyscrapers just to house people to charge them five thousand a money rent. Like you don't we don't need that shit, bro. So make sure y'all voting in the right people, fam, and 
to keep our streets good and, you know, make make sure everybody got homes, dog, because we don't need no more homelessness out here, baby. Hell no. That's some real shit. But, um, I mean, that's all for me, bro. How you feel? I'm going to put it to you like this. You sound hella uppity this episode, and I'm digging the vibes, bro. Absolutely, baby boy, because you know why this is Spark That Talk podcast, yeah, yeah. nigga. If y'all don't know, this dude Jones got his shirt off and he's only in his drawers. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know, bro. Hell no, I would never be in another room <laughs> with just another man with my drawers on only, nigga. Ain't no way. Why the dog licking you right there, bro? What's going on? Bro, that's the topic for another day. I would never... I'm not a pet type of nigga. I can't. I don't want pets in the house. I like that topic. We gotta. We gotta save that topic for another. We can uh, save it, I gotta bro. write that one. We can save it. It's too much of that freaky shit going on. Yeah, I can't I'm have just no not pets. Period. I can't have no pets. Period, bro. <laughs> and then. No, sir. Yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah. That's episode twenty-six, baby. That's that's Saquon Barkley. Yeah, we're getting it done around here, man. I'm. You know what I'm saying? We had our yearly Spotify wrap up and. We appreciate all the people tapping in because Spotify ain't the only platform we own. So we actually have way bigger numbers than that. Like I would have to literally combine all the numbers from all the platforms. And from what I'm seeing, bro, we like we making waves. We doing what we supposed to. Y'all tuning in. Y'all fucking with the content. And that means y'all fucking with us. So that means we fucking with you. So we're going to continue to do what we do at Spark That Talk Podcast. And like always, it's your boy Jones. And your boy Jay Latta. And until next time. Wiggle my balls.